a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, a podcast featuring ordinary men extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you're going to meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living. That's exactly what makes them extra to me, and I'm excited for you to meet them. And we have got a great one for you today. You know, over the years, uh, we've had the real privilege of producing a few episodes here on MANA where you've met uh, the fathers uh, or the sons of previously interviewed uh, guests. Um, so like the Elans, uh, the Wojciechowskis, the Waymans, Swanholms, uh, my brothers and our dad. Uh, could be some others that I'm forgetting. Uh, no offense to anyone if I forgot there. But uh, what I love about all of those interviews, even though they've all uh, happened individually, is that as a listener, uh, you're able to hear the impact of influence, uh, not only in the conventional father to son, you know, kind of downstream sense, but, but also how sons can do a fair amount of kind of upstream influencing as well. Uh, and that is certainly true of today's guest. Now, you met his dad in season one, uh, and uh, before and since then, uh, this guest uh, has been a big influence and inspiration, not only uh, to his dad, uh, but to his entire family uh, as a son, a brother, nephew, grandson, uh, who is always dialed in uh, intellectually, emotionally, inquisitively, uh, reflectively. Uh, in fact, here's a case in point. Uh, while a lot of us were riding out those very weird COVID times just uh, not that long ago, uh, and, and while the rest of us were like, you know, binge watching The Office, our guest uh, was participating in and sometimes leading, as I'm told, uh, a weekly uh, type of like a salon of sorts. Okay. And not, and not the salon, like hair salon, but like, you know, the old fashioned like salons when people would like get together and just talk, you know, kind of these dialogue sessions uh, in which big topics were discussed, debated, real feelings uh, were shared with family and friends of generations that preceded him. So here was basically, as, as I'm envisioning this, here's all these old people sitting in a room and, and our guest uh, right in the middle of it, um, you know, with really thoughtful uh, and thought-provoking uh, reflections. So uh, wise beyond his years, to say the least. Uh, he's also been a big influence on his family for uh, literally making it a bigger family, uh, being recently married, and giving an already uh, very blessed family uh, yet one more reason to celebrate what brings them all together, which is love. Uh, in fact, it was his dad way back in season one that left us with that simple call to love always uh, that brought today's guest uh, into the world and eventually to here uh, to us today. So please welcome today's a man a man, Mr. Tim Carr. Timmy, welcome to Mana. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That was uh, that was quite the intro. I really appreciate it. Excited to get down into it. Wow, it is great to have you on. And there is so much to uh, to talk about. You know, I mentioned your dad uh, in passing, uh, but for listeners who are not making the connection yet, and if you want to brush up on Mike Carr's episode, saying I think I think Mike's was uh, uh, second episode in season one. 
he's got an insane amount of streams on his episode alone, uh, which is just so cool. Uh, and we haven't even talked about your mom, uh, who's, uh, whose influence on my life has been truly nothing short of just transformational. Like I could have a whole podcast about, about your mom. I just love her so much in so many ways. And so we'll talk about both of them later. Uh, but I want to start with you and I want to start with the wedding. Uh, uh, you have a very unique distinction here uh, that I was just thinking about earlier today. You're the first manna uh, newlywed. Uh, so in, in relative terms, most of the guys, all the guys that we've had on the show have either been married for a while or, or weren't even close to getting married. And you, you're, you're kind of fairly, fairly, uh, fairly new, uh, and, and newly, newly wedded. So, you know, yep. we saw the pictures of it, the videos, the whole thing. Uh, let's, how, how's it been going? What's, what's it been like? Is it just, uh, it looked like just an amazing, amazing day, an amazing celebration. Yes. Oh, it was, it was incredible. Uh, it was anything and everything we could have ever asked for. Um, all thanks in large part to, to my two parents that, that you mentioned. Uh, it, my mom helped quite a bit with, with a lot of the, the planning and getting everything together. And then my dad actually ended up uh, officiating the wedding. Um, it, was a, it was a wonderful celebration. I mean, just so fun to have all our family and friends in one spot. And, um, it's been been pretty amazing. I, I'm very blessed. Which is so evident um, in the artifacts of that wedding. You know, as I said, the pictures, the videos, the stories is just you know, and you just said it too. Just how central your family uh, was in the planning of it, and then obviously in that celebration. I mean, this wasn't just about you and your wife. Uh, this was just is very much a, a wonderful celebration that multi-generational and, and, and I'm imagining that didn't like people just didn't rally just for the event. I mean, I'm guessing that this is, that was indicative of, of a household and, a, and an extended family and community that you just were, have been surrounded by for the last, you know, almost 30 years now. Oh, absolutely. I am, uh, in, in, I mean, I, I grew up around, you know, family all the time. And I, I think that's something that we have always prioritized in life. And so I, it's something that uh, is, is very special to be able to kind of expand our, our family and, and grow together. Yeah. So, you know, these big milestone moments like, like weddings and, and births of children, uh, which also you have were just recently, you know, made an uncle again. Uh, congratulations on that. You got a lot of stuff going on in your life here, Timmy. Uh, yeah. You know, these, uh, you know, but these big kind of uh, life milestones can, can um, a lot of times they really amplify uh, or heighten, as, uh, you know, aspects of faith, you know, meaning, uh, you know, purpose, you know, these, these moments that they just, they kind of, uh, stimulate more reflection than maybe normal kind of the day to day. What was it like? What was it like for you? Uh, what was the wedding experience like for you in that regard? I mean, was it something that, that really sort of like jump started? you know, uh, this, this, this period of, of introspection and, oh my gosh, this is such a cool thing. Or do you feel like it, it was more of a continuation, you know, like that this is just, this was the next stage and, and uh, it's just, it was, it was the next chapter in an already sort of active, you know, kind of faith and reflection uh, based and filled life. Yeah. I mean, I think it, from my experience, I, I guess it was a combo of the two. Um, I will say it felt 
you know, very like a very natural progression of of our love together and our love, you know, through God and, and through our families. Um, but I think the one piece of advice that that I heard over and over again is how easy it is to let, uh, you know, a day like that, that is so special, that has so many, you know, incredible moments going on constantly, uh, that, that it can kind of slip by very quickly. Mm. Um, and, and so I was, the strong advice that I received was basically to continually uh, take moments throughout the day to just pause, uh, reflect, kind of embrace the fact that, that uh, you know, we are there and everyone is there to, to celebrate you know, our love together. Um, and that was, you know, incredibly special for us. I know we, we spent some time that morning, we went on a little walk together. Um, and even just at, at one point, while the dance floor was was going on, we, we took a, a moment to kind of walk around the venue and, and step away from it all. And I think, uh, you know, that's a, a common thing in life where it just, you can get so caught up in all the, the little parts of life that uh, you, you really got to force yourself to take a moment and step back and, you know, just appreciate uh, the, the broader things uh, about life and, and, you know, the people around you, uh, you know, and the love that you have. Yeah, no, I think that that is so true. And I love, I love that, that, that image of, of kind of stepping away, decking away in the midst of all the fun and the frenzy of, of the wedding itself. And I think, you know, as I kind of even think back to, that period and, and for Betsy and I, I mean, there's so much, everything's new. Okay. Not only the, the marriage, but you know, just the living arrangements and the jobs and the friends and the travel. I mean, it's just like this wonderful time where there's so much stuff going on. How have you found, and I know it's still early on, early, 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 early days here, but how have you and your wife found the, the uh, ways to, to, to maintain that you know, kind of focus in the midst of all the, the flurry, you know, are you, you know, do you have, you know, do you go on walks or do you find just, you know, do you just kind of leave it to kind of the Holy Spirit to kind of just remind you every once in a while, like, Hey, you know what, let's just maybe pause a little bit here and, and, and counter blessings. Are, are there any little tricks that you guys have? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, there, there are plenty of things and I think that's something that, uh, in my experience is, um, a very easy thing to do is to let God or let your relationships kind of fall by the wayside in terms of prioritization, uh, where you just, you know, work and then working out and then, you know, going to whatever, see friends. And there's just so many things that, uh, to your point, I think can consume a lot of your life. Um, where I think, uh, for us, at least, some of the the key things have always been just you know one setting out time ahead of time. Um, I think you know looking forward to a week. It's like what days are going to be good for us to to have a date night and and slip away and and be together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we also have um, done a uh, it's called Alpha, which is basically like a weekly. Zoom call. It's like an eight or 10 week program um, where it's it's usually diving into uh, some aspect of God or introducing uh, people who might not be as as close or have a strong relationship or want to explore their relationship. Uh, we've we've led a couple of those. And I think, you know, even just having uh, an hour on the calendar every week to hop on a Zoom call and talk through things like that 
uh, forces you to recognize that, you know, you, you have to carve out the time or you're going to let it be taken away. I mean, even just an afternoon uh, watching TV can slowly consume your, yeah. your, your whole day. Uh, so uh, unless you kind of are active or proactive about it ahead of time, um, I, I think it's easy to let slip away. And so I, I think to your point, any of those little tricks that, that I've heard, I mean, I've heard people that, um, you know, every time they bite their nails, they say a prayer, uh, where it's, uh, you know, just a little reminder yeah. or, or whenever your car or, um, you know, if, if my, my grandma used to say a short little, you know, hail Mary full of grace, help us find a parking space. <laughs> trying to park. So, I mean, I think little things like that, where you just bring it into your daily life more often, uh, forces you to kind of step back and appreciate, uh, your relationships with others and your relationship with God. Yeah, no, I love that. And I love it when you can be mindful, whether it's, it's scheduling it or having these little sort of daily sort of things that can remind you it. So I am, um, <clears throat> I'm very blessed, uh, to, uh, have my own individual relationships with not only your dad, uh, we talked about and your mom, I've been like a big sister to me all these years. Uh, but also, uh, I know your grandmother, uh, and your aunts and a, a couple of your uncles. And so you, uh, really, I mean, you hit the jackpot in the family lottery. Okay. Like you are surrounded by just so many wonderful people with, uh, with great, you know, wisdom and principle and thoughtfulness and character. And yet they're all very different. They've all got different styles. Um, you know, some more reflective, some more gregarious, some more, you know, intellectual. And so I'm wondering for you, as you, as you think of your own sort of, you know, constitution, uh, where are you, a, are you a, a, a amalgamation of all those styles or, or how, uh, how, as you were growing up and, and continued to be shaped by, you know, the people that surround you, how are you drawing on all those different styles, uh, to, to sort of, you know, kind of build your own, your own sort of like kind of faith and, and, and life perspective? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think for me, uh, ideally I would like to say that I am an amalgamation of, of all of those styles and, and, uh, you know, hopefully pulling some of all, all the good things from those styles, but I, 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 you know, that, that's an ideal world. Uh, but I don't think that's necessarily something that, you know, anyone can actually strive for. I mean, we all are, uh, have our strengths and we have our weaknesses. I mean, I know, uh, just my, my mom and dad, to your point are, are two of the most other centered people I know, but they show it in kind of two extremes of, of the way where uh, I, my, my mom is, uh, you know, this heart of gold that brings joy to everyone and uh, can, can easily take over a room uh, with love and laughter. Uh, and, and my dad is, is a much more, you know, patient, reserved um great diving in depth and just like one-on-one -on -one conversations where, uh, you know, you'll have one of the more insightful conversations you can ever have is, is it like that. So I think, um, the two of them do kind of represent, uh, you know, both sides of the spectrum there in terms of, um, you know, developing relationships with people. And, and I think at the end of the day, um, I know what you're, you already, you already referenced, 
uh, my dad's common saying, which is that love always. And I think uh, if you can prioritize love in your life, uh, you can end up uh, getting through anything. I mean, I think it's a lot of uh, you, you share love with others. Uh, so the same way that my dad says love always, his, his mom would say, you know, spread the love. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. those things of constantly giving love to others out in the world. Um, and, and I think you end up being happier because of it or appreciating things more because of that. Uh, you know, and obviously uh, other people hopefully are, are benefiting from that as well. Yeah. What about outside of family? We've talked a lot about your family influences, but who are some other, especially guys, as you think back to your childhood, who are some other men that you've, that were really influential for you as you were growing up? Uh, so, I mean, I, uh, outside of immediate family, I, I would say I had, uh, you know, two older cousins uh, in particular that I had plenty of older cousins, but, um, you know, two cousins in particular that ended up being my, my best men in my wedding, uh, who were, were always kind of incredible influences for me. Um, I think I am very fortunate to your point to have plenty, plenty of uncles as well, who have always been kind of strong, uh, presences in my life, um, who just are constantly, uh, you know, showing how they go through life. And, and I think it's, a um, you're, you're always kind of trying to learn from everyone. Uh, and, and, you know, everyone has something to offer or add to your life. And, you know, so I, I had plenty of, of teachers, uh, you know, coaches in, in youth sports while I was never the, the most talented athlete. Um, I, I guarantee I had the most fun on a few of the teams and I think, yeah. <laughs> you know, approaching it with, with that happy go lucky attitude, um, yeah. learning what you can from whoever you come into contact with. That's great. That's great. Well, you know, I mentioned uh, earlier that you hold the unique distinction of being uh, our only uh, so far uh, kind of relative newlywed unmanned. And you are part of a generation that, as especially as it relates to, you know, faith and church, um, it's a, a little perplexing. Um, you know, uh, you know, you read all the surveys and the incidence of spirituality and belief is actually very high. Um, but the more traditional, you know, kind of aspects of faith life, things like belonging to a church or congregations, you know, all that kind of stuff um, is low. And so I'm wondering how, what is your just assessment is like, why is that happening? You know, what, what is it about these traditional, you know, kind of faith traditions that just it isn't seeming to resonate as much as it used to? Yeah, I mean, I think it, uh, for me at least, um, when, when I grew up, I, you know, my my dad was was very Catholic and, and my mom was Catholic and, and um, you know, I, I went to a Catholic school. And so I, I did experience a lot of the traditions associated with that and associated with the church. Um, but I, I think for, for me, at least when I was growing through my faith and, and kind of questioning things or, 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 or trying to think through how I wanted my relationship with God to be, um, I didn't feel uh, as fulfilled from some of the, the traditional um, 
uh, you know, traditions within a church, I guess, uh, in terms of uh, what was driving, you know, my my love for God. And, and I think um, a lot of people have various distractions in life. I mean, I know now you have the internet, you have, uh, you know, so many different things. People leave for college, I, I, you know, in high school, uh, I was fortunate enough to go to a, a high school that uh, thought that some of the, the, the Bible studies on, on a Tuesday or Wednesday night were, were uh, you know, cool. Um, but even then, when you leave for college, it becomes something where you have a little bit more independence and you start having to kind of make that decision. And so I think um, for us, or at least for me and my relationship with God, it, it's been a, uh, a view of trying to find what works for me and what will keep me engaged with God and wanting to kind of develop and grow my relationship with him. And I think a lot of that, uh, at least for me in terms of engagement, is, is stemmed from something like this, which is like a lot more natural conversation, just, you know, exploring your faith. Um, versus, you know, going to a, a mass on a Sunday and, and reciting, uh, you know, specific words in specific orders, uh, I engage more from kind of a, a dialogue about faith and about um, a relationship with God and, and your love for God and um, trying to engage in, you know, I, I know growing up, my prayer was always, uh, I would start with an Our Father, and then I would go, kind of member my by member of my family, and try to think through what specifically uh, I, I would pray for for each of them. Um, and I think over time, I've developed prayer. I, I, I started to think about it more as like a relationship with God, um, where you are, you know. What kind of friend would I be if I just every time I I call up, I'm just asking you for something? Uh, <laughs> right. So I, I've tried to shift it a little bit more towards, you know, being grateful for for things that he's given me, um, you know, just asking for for his guidance or, or to kind of deferring to God um, in my prayer. I, I think that for me has allowed or, or helped expand my personal relationship. Um, and I think that's engaged me more in my, my, uh, relationship with God. And so I think it, it naturally has pulled me away from some of the more traditions. I mean, I still, we still do go to, go to church and, and the like, but I, I engage more, um, you know, through something like an alpha where you are having a conversation with your peers, just about faith in general and, um, applying it in your daily life and thinking through, uh, when and how you can add, uh, or, or engage more with God. Yeah. Well, and that word relationship, I think is just so wonderful that, that you're not only recognizing it, but living it. Uh, we are already, uh, Timmy, we are already at the fun segment, uh, portion here, uh, of the show where, uh, we ask the same three questions, uh, of every guest and then we just hear what they have to say. And, you know, you're, you got a little bit of a backboard now because now we can compare your answers to your dad's and there can be much family debate maybe at uh, the Thanksgiving table this year. So fun segment question, uh, number one, if Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow morning and just wanted to hang out for the day, what 
are you going to do with Jesus? So I thought about this one. Um, and my initial instinct was a little bit selfish because I thought, you know, who wouldn't want to spend an afternoon just, uh, you know, we, we could go out for a hike. We could go, you know, to dinner. We could go for lunch. We could go to a ball game. I mean, there are so many opportunities to, to do something with him. Um, I thought the the two times in my life that I feel closest to God is, is one, when I'm in nature, uh, and two, when I'm around, you know, my family and friends. And uh, we have the fortune of, of having a cabin that, you know, pretty much all of my cousins and aunts and uncles uh, have a, a cabin on this one lake, Lake Pearson out in uh, kind of Chanhassen, Victoria area. Um, and I think if I were to have a day with him, I, I would to that, that, that cabin and I would just invite, you know, whoever and, and we'd all, you know, hang out. I, I think so many of the, his stories in, in the Bible are just about breaking bread and being around large groups of people. And, and you know, I, I think sharing that experience with as many people as possible would be uh, the, the most fulfilling way to, to use an afternoon. I totally agree. That'd be wonderful. All right. Fun segment question number two. If you could go to church with any other man, uh, living or dead, famous or not, uh, who would you go to church with? This is another one where I, I my initial instinct was to go for, for someone famous just to spend an afternoon with them. <laughs> but I think after thinking about it a little bit, I, I would choose my dad. Um, I just think there's no one I'd rather, you know, spend that time with. There's no one I'd rather hear his interpretation on or, you know, what the sermon was or go snag lunch after or, or breakfast, depending on how early we go. I mean, I think um, if, I, if I was going to go with anyone, it, it would be my dad. And I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to do that uh, very frequently and, and hopefully more frequently again in the future. Yeah. Well, and you're both lucky that you don't ever tell me when you're going together because you'd have a third wheel um, <laughs> sitting behind you in the future, just eavesdropping in and hoping to get invited to lunch afterwards. So, all right. Last question. Uh, if you could give just one piece of advice to a younger man uh, a little further upstream, uh, just kind of embarking on his own kind of faith journey and just kind of thinking about God and whatever, how it's going to fit in. Uh, what would be that one piece of advice about just living a confident and building a confident life of faith like you have? I would say, um, you know, one of the things to think about is your faith journey is, is exactly that. Um, and your relationship with God is exactly that. So it's, it is a journey. There is going to be ups and downs. You're going to be feel closer in your relationship at times. You're going to feel uh, a little bit more removed from your relationship with God at times. And I think, uh, you know, doing whatever you can to kind of maintain and, and, and think about uh, him on a, on a daily basis or, or whenever you can. I know one of the, the people in Alpha suggested what they call uh, text messages of prayer, which are just mm. little one-off, um, you know, praying for, thanking him for something, saying hi to him, saying, uh, 
uh, you know, being grateful for something or, or, or asking for something, whatever it is, just little one-off uh, notes of prayer, I think can help continue to, to kind of keep that relationship active in your life. I know it's, it's very easy to let other things kind of slip in and take over a lot of your time. Um, so I think if you can continue to, to keep him a priority in your life, um, you know, with that, I, I think it, it drives a lot more love in your life. Um, and I think, you know, as my dad said, it's, it's the love always, I think it's just such a great way to approach life. And, and the more love you share in the world, you know, the, the happier you'll be and, and the better uh, kind of life for all of those around you would be as well. Well, I think that is that is some great advice and uh, and a great summary of of a, of a life uh, already very well lived, and just can't wait for the next few chapters for you and your beautiful bride and your family to unfold. So, um, thanks again, uh, Tim Carr, uh, for being here on Mana, and uh, just really appreciate the way you're living and um, just these everyday relationship-based ways of, of walking with God is, is a great, great example for all of us to follow. So thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to MANA. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.